0: Thanks for signing up. a mm-hmm. podcast. July 29th, 2020, your host this week. Mine's Lee over here. And Reed over there. <laughs> you're uh, dressed all gray, like a, like, a, like a roadie or like a Teamster today. Uh, it was not Is intentional. You, setting up the amps. I have a black
1: shirt. Does that count?
0: Uh, no. It's a, hey, laid back show today. Let's do it. Let's just talk about video games. You know, there's a lot of news. I've been playing some games. Got to show uh, off our next spotlight. Yeah, so call it. we we have another spotlight feature game, whatever you want to call it. Uh, New Vegas is in the books uh, this long weekend. Coming up, you will get the fully edited, compiled, six-part New Vegas discussion uh, will be out on our podcast feed. So look for that, as well as Saltons of Slam, my review of AEW, which I do alone every week. Thank you, Reed. Uh, and, uh, so yeah, look for that this weekend, but for today, uh, we're just gonna take a run through the news and kind of talk about what we've been playing, which is, I uh, assume for most of us, most of us, both of us, still primarily... The last of us. The, the most of us. Uh, <laughs> the ghost with the most.
1: Yeah, let's get a new game where nothing bad happens and every person in the game's actually just a really good person. It's hard to
0: say nothing bad happens, and it's <laughs> also hard to say everyone's a good person, but Ghost of Tsushima is still holding our interest a week later. Uh, you know, uh, listen... If we're going to gush about this game, let's talk about the fact that Act 2 starts up. And I've heard that Act 2 is the, the grindy part. It's the part where you you realize... Oh, oh there's the, a lot of shit to do in this there's, game. Oh, yeah, fuck. There a lot, is a lot of shit to there's do There's a this big game. checklist to do. And what separates this game from your... I've heard this game re, 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 like compared directly to Far Cries and stuff like that. Assassin's it's Creed. It's Breath of the Wild. It, <laughs> it, yes, it is. So, the thing you will find yourself doing uh, with this game... And it's a je ne sais quoi, and I can't quantify it... But when you're walking on a horse, you realize while you're talking to an NPC, you can start to gallop, and the the dialogue will still happen. You'll get to your destination quicker, but you find yourself like looking at the environment and like hanging out on this horse, and that's called immersion. And there's something that Ghost of Tsushima does, like Breath of the Wild did. Breath of the Wild did it without any map markers, mind you. But uh, Tsushima still shows you, hey, you've ex- you've expanded the fog of war, so to speak. Here's a bunch of question marks. They're fox dens. They're Mongol territories. Yeah. Whatever they're optional. Um, the, the reason you keep going to them is they're fun and they are quick. We've said that before. Yeah. That is what differentiates this and its checklist of open world shit from a lot of those Ubisoft games is oh there are 40 of these and they are not fun and they're and they, they take, take forever. Yeah, they um, take 5 minutes. And, and that's the big difference here is that you can just wander and be like, oh, I haven't been in this direction. I'm going to wander and the game has a way with its color palette with the bird uh, to show you towards points of interest. Right. uh, Like, I go on top of a mountain cliff or a clifftop, and I see a forest of red trees, and I'm like, I'm gonna go into that forest of red trees. There's points in the game where you climb a tower, not because it's a thing to knock off a checklist, because it isn't. You climb a tower to actually get a sense of your surroundings, or the the quest you're on is like, oh, look for billowing smoke in this area. Okay, I need to get high up. Yeah. Uh, And that's a Breath of the Wild thing, not... Uh, an Ubisoft thing where it's like yeah. get to the top of the tower to push triangle so all of the map populates and you yeah. know where everything
1: and, else is. In general, the game encourages exploration. I was just walking around the beach along because I just felt like it, and I yeah. found one of those bamboo places to increase your resolve. I was like, Great. Kept walking down the shore and I sure enough found another sword kit.
0: Was, yeah. Great. Oh fuck yeah. Yeah. With cool flames on it. Uh no, so yeah, we're, no the new one I found is both sub- in act two. But we are not doing the same quests. Uh, you went for an armor quest. I went for another Mythic Art. I got the Dance of Wrath. Right, as soon as I unlocked yeah.
1: Act 2, I essentially was like, okay, I need all the other armors right
0: now. The best part is when you unlock <laughs> Act 2, it's like, well, uh, the Khan has sent Mongols to the previous area, and he's taking over farmsteads, and you're like, no, my fucking watch. So the, <laughs> la- so the last thing you do... No, they was on my watch, personally. Okay. I, yeah, <laughs> you're dude, like, I was like, I'm oh, gonna let that happen. Yeah, it sucks for those yeah. farmers.
1: Uh, well, actually, the Gosaku armor quest that I'm doing right now... Now, yeah. I had to go to all right. those farms yeah. anyway. So I was. Like, so I already hey.
0: knocked them down. They were like the legend of the thing. There's one more key to get. Uh, like whoever holds all these keys. I'm like, well, <laughs> funny you should mention that. Yeah, I already have uh, like wow. Um, but, but yeah, uh, so
1: as soon as Act 2 started, I went right away to the next, one of the next three main story missions of the game yeah. at that point to get the Sakai Clan armor. As soon as I was done that, I did the other mythical quest to get the Kensai and the Gosaku armor right now. So uh, I'm seeing pretty. My next
0: goal, <laughs> literally fashion. Yeah. So yeah. my
1: next goal is either get that last piece of armor if you go to any of the merchants to get dies in the second act. Yeah. There's that one piece of armor I still don't know how to get. So my next goal is to get that, and once that's done, and I have all fashion. Uh, yeah. Available. Available. Yeah. I will then try to knock down that checklist before proceeding in the story.
0: How's your haiku writing? It's strong. Ah, it's alright, I guess.
1: <laughs> Sometimes I try to do it as worse as possible. <laughs>
0: Oh, you can definitely fuck it up intentionally, yeah, uh, yeah. just to have him say it. But then you get to carry around a bandana with your shitty haiku. No, on. I think all the
1: bandanas look bad anyway. I'm a big that's ha- your that's I'm your big, opinion. Yeah, I'm a big hat guy in this game. Did huh? you get
0: the big domey straw hat that's red with like the white target on the front of it? That's my go-to hat. It's like a red dome, like hat, and it's then it has dome? like a white. Yeah, yeah. looks well, like a, it looks like a straw hat, but it's like like n- like boob shaped. It's white. No, There's it's red, with it's a white red. symbol on it. It is red. Okay, yeah. it's yeah.
1: fully red. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, otherwise, it's I've
0: been good. pimping around in, like, a gold outfit. Like, the Traveler's attire. I'm just like, I'm going to be fancy. Uh, Act 2 takes place, ostensibly, in a swamp. Uh, like, a smoky... Well, oh, it's a very yeah.
1: varied area. I wouldn't...
0: Uh, a little unfair to uh, say. I haven't gone too far north on that second part yet. Yeah, but, yeah, but the quest I'm running into, like... Here's uh, here's the... Here's the, 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 here's the test... Is, uh I have not lost my will to just sit in front of that game and continue to knock things down uh and the, the idea that the the side questy stuff again we talk about just how it moves at a pace the the mythic arts so like when you get the dance of wrath there's a backstory to the move uh that involves like the two these two samurai clans one that's from the center region where you're in now and you learn through this backstory that uh the, like guy's clan is not well liked there. There was a samurai clan rebellion and uh, they kind of squashed it. And like this is actually tells you uh backstory on how Jin's father died. Who was the guy who killed Jin's father? You learn it as part of this mythic arts quest. Oh really. And that little like breadcrumbs of that story people could say oh I wish it was a little more blunt or whatever but it's like when you look at this game as like installments each time you play it and you're just when, like
1: people what? want Ghost of Tsukai to be I mean Ghost of Ghost of, of Sky, the sequel uh, uh, people want Ghost of Tsushima to be more blunt it's pretty fucking blunt but like I like
0: the idea of like it's, it's not important the game makes it important by like just giving you that little drip of like Oh, we know Jin's father died. How, how did how did that happen? You went yeah, through this quest. It doesn't change anything, yeah. and it doesn't uh, seem to
1: have any bearing on the main story, but if you and, wanted to learn about it, here's And
0: those mind. little subtle character moments, like with all these different characters, you meet these NPCs or whatever, you could point to any other open world game. It's like, here's your cast of characters that you do quests for. Uh, but each of them kind of has their own plight, have their own emotions about what's going on. And like I said, we can talk about this game uh, to death because it's just. It's the right time, right place for a Breath of the Wild game, and Ghost of Tsushima is that. Uh, oh,
1: it's a good send-off for the PS4. Yeah. Um, that kind of era of open-world RPG. And you got all your kind of ghost
0: game. weapons now? Like, you got your yeah, I got all bombs, the ghost firecrackers? Yeah, I've actually yeah.
1: started using them a lot more than I used to before, especially the Kensaimer, which increased ghost weapon damage. Oh, shit. So you can just throw kunais and just one-shot guys. Like, a big part of that Ghost Saka quest, when you had to go to all the farms to defend them, all I do is when I I'd go near the hostage, I'd let guys come to me and just throw sticky bombs and kunai at them as they yeah, run. Fuck em. And then they just blow up and it'd be great. Uh, yeah. Great.
0: So I've been playing the game like almost MGS5 style now. I'm just like sticking and running uh, because if you kill a guy fast enough, the idea is like reduce their numbers, who's le- how many guys will be left when I've done my chain assassination or I've shot this explosive arrow. Yeah. One guy, okay, quickly overwhelm him and then fucking get gone and like you can just do like a weird like predator-esque uh, Takedown of these bases. I did find one base that warned me with a pop up that there are overwhelming enemy forces in this base, and I'm like, oh yeah. And I like came over this this hill and was pelted by a dozen fire arrows, and all these guys started bringing over this hill at me, and I'm like, oh shit. Oh, well, they're so, right. <laughs> so from my point of view, I'm like, okay, I can come back here later because it's probably a story quest here or something like that. But also, I'm like. Hmm.
1: But I also want to just kill everybody.
0: <laughs> I also want to kill everybody in this camp. No, but that's uh, what I
1: like about Ghost of Tsushima so much is you can go into a camp and do everything like just straight up combat style, no stealth, and be like, That yeah. was fun. And then the next camp you might not want to do that again, so you do it full stealth and you'll that's fun. And then sometimes you'll be like, I want to do a little bit of both. I wanna well, I wanna throw in some numbers.
0: is the spice of life. Yeah. yeah. So I'm a big fan uh, of that. Yeah, so leveling up the stances and stuff like that, getting pretty powerful. Obviously, if we're knocking down all the checkpoints before going through story missions, by the time we get to those story missions, you, missions, you become like a samurai god, just yeah. fucking cutting people, like slapping them aside and stuff like that. Oh, I am uh, like a
1: samurai god now. When you get those awesome terrify abilities, uh, yeah. when you slaughter an entire group of guys, and the archer just drops his shit and is trying to so run just away, just booking it. Yeah, you just, shoot him in the back of the head. Yeah, uh, <laughs> like there's a moment during like a story mission, just like three random sh- straw hat Ronins try to approach you. And you do the standoff, and you kill both of them. The last guy just drops his sword takes and fucking up. takes Did off. Did you uh,
0: do any duels with straw hat guys yet? I think yes. Yeah. Oh, well, that's the
1: part. The kensai armor is part of the six blades of Kuroji quest. Okay, um, i don't think you I've can, started that yet. No, you can see it as early as the first island. You can't access it till Act Two, which is very deceiving. But they tell you about it in Act One. They keep saying complete this quest to do it, and all of that is you have to complete six duels. And then a seventh duel, and then that's how you complete the quest. Damn! So it's very easy in that regard, but it's also very difficult because each of the seven duels are different. This the last one in that quest, man. Ten tries for me, I think. Oh shit! Yeah, like man, game fucked up. Like, because uh, you know, you start to notice uh, these differences between these characters during duels. Some guys, they'll do, like, the, the switch thing and shoot it out, and they won't have a follow-up attack while other guys will go like that, and then immediately another swing after, which is also unblockable. Yeah. And that really screws you up sometimes. You, you gotta have, roll away, bro. Yeah. I, what I found is I equipped charms and everything to really uh, boost the perfect parrying mechanic, for example. Sure. Because I found that not only does that instantly break their armor, it gives them a lot of damage back as long as you're confident you're parrying, which I am. Uh, because of games like Bloodborne and Dark Souls and stuff, they really enforce that into you. So once you get that down, it wasn't too bad, but trying to do that in the traditional manner, very fucking difficult. Especially because in duels, it seems that the resolve mechanic is a lot more uh, strict. Yeah. Whereas when you're out of combat, you can get resolved through all manner of things, especially killing guys is way easier. When yeah. you're in a duel, you can only get resolved by attacking and not getting hit. So if you ever get hit, not only are you losing health, you're losing your ability to regain health. Which is very interesting, when I, and I like that. It's bit. not the only
0: way to regain health, though. Well, in duels, yeah. in duels, in duels, yeah, yeah. Well, No, good. that's what I'm saying. Is duels uh,
1: are much more restricted, but I like them a lot. Duels have are you run
0: into those shield men that can like sidestep you? The fucking most annoying thing. So there's these certain like leaders you come across now, and they're uh, they're in gold armor, but they're not, I don't think they're leaders, they're just a new enemy type. Oh yeah, maybe I haven't. And uh, you're them. trying to hit them with your like, mythic arts and stuff, and they're like the master of sidestepping, like you couldn't shoot these motherfuckers. They're no, all like, you oh. do
1: is go into water stance, and you get that ability to, you do five slashes after a hold follow-up attack, yeah. so you hold it, boom, and you can do
0: boom, 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 uh, boom. I have a pro tip. Mm. You can do jumping attacks in the game. Yeah. But Jin, Jin's jump is like more of a realistic jump, not a video game jump. So with square, you do the sweet ass sword strike. However, with triangle, you do a kick. You do a jumping kick. Oh, really? And it, it breaks open most anybody. So I highly recommend if you're not doing the sprint attacks, like the square sprint attack or, or yeah. the tackle, if you jump and push triangle, you'll like boot a guy with a shield, for example. Then if you're following up, uh, it's like super deadly. So I've been going around like fucking yeah. ninja kicking everybody. Man, um, uh. so
1: I think another thing we should talk about this game is. Like, we talked about the gameplay tons and how much we adore that. But it's actually... Like, when the game first started, the story didn't grip me all that much. It's,
0: no, the first hour is rough. Yeah, it's the, a lot to introduce. And everything
1: yeah. after that, it's fairly generic. You don't have any characters that really particularly stand out. But that has changed now. I think mainly because of the character though. Yeah. Um, we'll go into spoilers here, I guess. Sure. But towards the end of Act 1, you have to essentially attack Castle Canada to get uh, your Uncle Shimura back. Yeah. And Ryuzo promised him and his Straw Hat Ronin to help you guys in the assault of the castle. And then they defend- don't show up. Yeah. They don't show up and you're like, okay, whatever. We have to proceed with it anyway. You could do it all by yourself. You're Jin Sakai. Yeah. You could just fucking I don't know why them. you're endangering all yeah, these other people. Yeah, you're super samurai Batman. <laughs> like, you could do whatever the fuck you want. Um, anyway, you come up to... Come into a pool of lit lanterns because yeah, hell yeah. Through a huge gate. Yeah, yeah because hell yeah, Mongols are laying <laughs> Japanese lanterns. I yeah, I appreciate why not? that. Well, it's
0: it's a Japanese castle, so we'll just assume they were yeah, there Yeah, the sure, lit yeah. for... So imagine for those, like, big brute for guys like, just look like... They're, like, lit for, like, four yeah. weeks. Maybe fucking... so, uh, lit those. He's like, oh, well, I'm going to kill my rival. But like, it's oh, got to be oh, nice. Yes, yeah. yeah. yeah,
1: so, well, spoiler my spoiler. Um, Ryuzo's sitting there, and, man, yeah. I love this fucking scene. Ryuzo's the best character in the game so far, bar none in my opinion. I'm sure, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, where Jin is like, oh, you're supposed to be here. Ryozo says, they put a bounty on the Ghost of Tsushima. My men have to eat. And he looks up at Jin with a really desperate look, which is fucking awesome. It'd be so easy to just, you know, he's like, oh, he's a bad guy now. That's it.
0: Again, subtle. Uh... Yeah, and we, then you fight him. Yeah, the, we didn't, yeah. yeah, we
1: didn't need to play as Ryuzo <laughs> yeah. and have flashbacks
0: of his men being like, no, I'm yeah. hungry, Ryuzo! And, and, and then you're playing as the guy and you're like, "Jin doesn't want to strike him down. To Jin, this is still like a colleague. This is not. This is someone who's desperate, not someone who quote-unquote deserves it. There is another duel that when you get to the end of Dance of Wrath, you'll know what I'm talking about. Listen to the line he says after you learn the backstory of the Dance of Wrath and at the end of the duel where you get it there's this line where I was just like, oh, fuck. Like, Jin's got a side to him. where it's just like, if you deserve to be put down, you will. Oh, and that's good. Uh, and
1: I think that's where the story's headed, is yes. that, because, especially when you wrestle, uh, when you do rescue your Uncle Shimura, uh, he's like, like, I understand you had to do what you did to did get did some me nasty back, shit, yeah. But, like, you have to come back to this side, otherwise it's gonna be too late. And Jin's like, yeah, yeah, for sure, dog, wink, wink. I got you. But then his next story mission... uh, kind of a really small spoiler for the sakai armor you're not going back to your house to get the sakai armor you're going there because your old housekeeper used to make poisons and you're like hey like i got these darts i got this blow dart like let's make some poison she's let's like
0: do the shit yeah
1: <laughs> especially after you had that huge talk like you right away you're like all right jen didn't listen to him like jen's like no i need to rescue my land and my people and as great as Shamor is i'm not going to do that the old samurai way yeah so, yeah, I think that's where the story's The heading. samurai way
0: ended with every single samurai dead on a beach, yeah. so...
1: Yeah, but he's not telling Shimura that yet, because he's still, I think, struggling internally with both of those. Uh, there's a great cutscene before that, too, with Ryuzo again, where the Kamala Khan, whatever the fuck his name is... Khan. <laughs> Come on like, down to Kamala Khan uh, this weekend. Uh, <laughs> he basically goes to Castle Shimura, or, yeah, Castle Shimura in the north, and yeah. he's like, open the gates... Like, or I'm going to fucking burn all these peasants. (laughs) Sounds like him. No. And (laughs) then the gates aren't opening, obviously. Mm. So he hands the torch to Ryuzo. Yeah. And he's like, Ryuzo's like, you promised food for my men. He's like, I'll give you food after you prove your loyalty. So Ryuzo is like, and fuck, it was really good acting. He's like shaking as he's walking up and like, he can't fucking do it. Then he lights the first guy on fire. And the first guy's pleading to the cast, like, please open the gate. Then he fucking burns, and Ryozo's, like, on the ground, throwing up, crying. And then Kamala's, like, second one, but his name's probably not Kamala. <laughs> it is now. <laughs> yeah. um, he motions him to do the next one, and Ryozo's fucking yelling at the gate. Now he's like, open the gate! Yeah, Open the gate! I'm like, fuck yeah. I love tragic characters like these. Yeah. Yeah. To, uh, to so, well so that really boosted my interest in the story vastly, because now is an actually very interesting character with a lot of dilemmas and problems going on. Whereas, like, let's Jin is a fine character, and we'll probably learn more about him, and he'll become a more interesting character as it goes on. But at the beginning of the game, he's fairly bland. I think we can say that's fair. And for what we know of him.
0: Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, man. I, like, I can talk about more side... Like, a lot of the side quest content, like, there's little bits of, of story. And they remind me of, like, the Stranger Quests in, like, the, the Red Dead or something like that. Where there's, like, a, there's a twist. Uh, so, like, there's one. I'll spoil one, even if you haven't done this one. You meet this woman in, like, a fishing village. Uh, and she's just like, oh, um, the these this people who live over here, they wiped out my family or whatever. Blah, blah, blah. You learn it was, like, an unrequited love thing where, like... Uh, someone died because she was in love with someone else. And then, basically, you go murder these people. I, I'm being vague, so when you get to this, you'll, you won't you will realize it's it. Uh, and then by the time you, you find out that, oh, she deceived you, she told you a lie uh, about why you had to go kill these people, which is a, a theme in a lot of the side quests, you go back and found that she's, like, drowned herself. Like, she knew what she did was, like, oh, I basically sent a samurai as a killer. And, like, Jin's whole thing... And, like, his, his story arc is just, like, everything he does, he does in service of his people. And he still has the honor of a samurai in that he's just defending the the weak. The thing this guy is doing... The reason that this game is a checkpoint game is this guy is going from farmstead to farmstead and being like, You good? Okay. You need some help? You got some bandits? Okay, yeah. I got him. Hey, what do you need? Uh, and that's that's why, from us, from our perspective, like, oh, Jin, Jin is, is, is a lawful good guy. But he's using these other methods... Because he's got to do this on his fucking own. Yeah, and that's, uh,
1: and uh, gameplay wise, it also makes sense. It's just like The Witcher. Yeah, um,
0: it's, it's just like The Witcher. Because
1: if you're <laughs> pl- if you're playing a game, uh, any other open world game like Horizon, for example, there's a ton of hunters like Aloy in that game. Yeah, so all these problems like why don't you get any of the twenty thousand other fucking hunters to, like, Fallout? Like there's a zillion mercenaries in this game. Why don't you get any of them to do it? make sense in Witcher and Ghost of Tsushima you're the last samurai left that's it there's no one else that like can what these peasants are <laughs> gonna fucking take down that bandit clan no they're awful and just like the witcher he's one of the, like the last three witchers in the world like who else is gonna kill monsters nobody yeah. so
0: I, I I like that little way of the world uh, yeah. so that's 20 minutes on Ghost of Tsushima again uh, so probably we'll revisit that game when we get to the end of it uh, which with this long weekend coming up, who knows? Who knows what the future? Probably world? not going to finish this game at all. Uh, you've been playing Call of Duty otherwise, and that's about it.
1: Yeah, I've been playing Warzone with my buddies. Still, still lots of fun. Um, they changed
0: a map in that game or something. I don't know. It, nothing. <laughs> I don't. I don't follow it to
1: the point where I'm like watching patch notes and like. You don't even recognize it. You're just like, I thought there used to be a building. No, yeah, here. no changes. <laughs> changes happen when I see them in game for me. Essentially, right. uh, right. besides that, in playing Divinity Original Sin two, a lot of people at the office start playing it. Uh, Nick, for some fucking reason, yeah, Nick is actually like Nick, who was on the podcast previously for our Last of Us Two special. Um, he has tried to play this game like twenty fucking times, and he's like, "Read, I finally did it! I finally like like got it!" I'm like, "Oh yeah?" And he's like, after restarted again for the fifth time. Yeah,
0: I'm like, <laughs> I'm so like... I've been talking up like Wave of the Samurai recently. The the entry. Like level learning curve for Way of the Samurai and Divinity Original Sin 2 while they are not the same game, don't get me wrong uh, is similar. Yeah. Where you, you enter this game and you're like, what the fuck am I supposed to even do in this game? And then you die and you get an ending and you have to start over. Uh, and then you're like, oh, I gotta, gotta put you gotta poke at the world and Divinity Original no, Sin 2 is yeah, kind of a game like that. It's well.
1: not even poking at the world, it's understanding the mechanics, it's understanding that this game isn't like other RPGs where it's very forgiving in your build. Like, in Skyrim, I could put all my points into one-handed, but then still use a two-handed sword, and the game's going to be like, yeah, whatever, fuck, have fun. Yeah, Divinity Original Sin 2 is like, no, if you don't don't look at every single ability and how it affects other abilities, how your stats work, uh, your build is going to be shit, and you're going to get fucking pooped on. So you have to pay attention. Damn. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and that's what Nick was having a long, very hard time with, was just grasping how... um, Big. The game is in that regard, like uh, understanding that men maxing is not something you should do, but a necessity in this case. Uh, very much looking forward to Baldur's Gate three when that comes out. Yeah, that's gonna be fucking
0: sick. Yeah, looks interesting. Yeah, it looks very uh, could be big. D and D's uh, been huge the last few years. Oh yeah, just, thanks to Stranger Things, of course. Well, not just uh, Stranger <laughs> Things. Yeah, you
1: had the rise of Critical Role. Um, generally, nerd culture now is very socially. Uh, I wouldn't even say acceptable is not the right word, but, like... Because it isn't. No, sh- no but people think it's, like... People think it's, like, cooler Vogue. now. Yeah. Like, yeah. I guess there's some shit. I don't know. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be a fucking fantastic game. Uh People are butthurt. It's not, it's not active time-based, but fuck them.
0: Like, 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 we're in a world where we get a Baldur's Gate 3, and you're going to be like, I got problems with this. It's just like, no, motherfucker. Well, and like,
1: it's like... You guys don't understand. Wizards of the Coast approached Larian Studios. Them yep. Larian, like they didn't, they didn't. It's not like they asked other developers who wants to take Baldur's Gate 3. They went up to Larian Studios and they're like, make D and D five E into a video game. Guess what D and D five E is? Fucking turn based.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, should be cool. Uh, I've been playing a game called Carrion. What's that? I'll tell you all about it. Uh, so it's free on Game Pass. By free, I mean included with Game Pass. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's also on Switch, PC. Uh, PS4. It's a Devolver digital game. Uh, this is a reverse horror game where you play the monster. Oh. Uh, so it's a side scrolling game. Uh, obviously, it's got like a Metroidvania kind of thing to it doors, maps, different areas, things to squeeze through. You play an amorphous blob uh, that breaks out of a test tube. You're like a little red, fleshy thing. Yeah. Uh, oh, with, you're a
1: symbiote. You're the Carnage symbiote. You're, you're kind
0: of like the Carnage symbiote because you have eyes and teeth and you're just like, so you move around the environment. Uh, you don't walk, you float. Uh, so it's almost like if I set you in a, a Castlevania game and I'm like, okay, when you move the stick, your character just goes where you want. That's how you kind of move. And then the animation is such that you just have tendrils flying out of you all the time, like pulling yourself around this environment. And then guess what? There are humans in the space as well. And as you consume them, you get larger. Depending on your size, you get different special abilities that do different things. When you're a smaller creature, you have like a, just like a spider web that you can like stick guys to the wall with. Again, carnage. <laughs> yeah. uh, when you get bigger, you get like, a, like a, a tackle that's just like covered in fangs so you can like car <laughs> it, It's listen, I'm not saying that the symbiote is not uh a a influence here. Uh but yeah, no, it's it so you're really just like an animal trying to escape, like you're this alien thing just trying to escape this base, trying to find your way around. Uh there are like fl- you kind of put yourself in these computers and you see flashbacks where you plays a human like scientist who's just like kind of exploring the same areas. Uh, from what looks like a previous attack of whatever this is. So this facility has been built up on this, like, you don't know if you're on Earth or an alien planet or what. You're just this monster trying to escape. Uh, And, yeah, it's fun. You're very vulnerable. A lot of the characters, some of the humans are, you know, whatever. Uh, You have kind of like a dual stick mechanic where you can shoot tentacles out. Uh, And I've since found an upgrade where I have multiple tentacles now. So you walk into a room, these people start screaming. You grab them, slam them (laughs) against the ceiling, eat them. Carnage. uh, (laughs) Carnage style. (laughs) Uh yeah, and it, I think I think later in the game you do kind of a, the thing like you can parasite into people's brains and control them. Oh, I haven't got there yet. Yeah, that that uh, sounds
1: really interesting. And you think after games like Manhunt, where you don't necessarily play the villain. N- I mean, yeah, <laughs> you kind of do, but you kind of don't. But it's interesting. You don't have any games like that, like this game, where you play as the bad guy or the yeah. evil thing, and you're a the misunderstood one. creature. Yeah, you're uh, the you're the boss, which yeah. is an interesting concept. I mean, there
0: are definitely lots of games where you play the bad guy. Don't get me wrong, but no, but not uh, like no. not not a flip the script like this, where yes, yeah, like, like yeah. it'd
1: be it'd be like we're releasing a first person. Survival horror game, except you're yeah. the fucking ghost lady, and you have it's, to hunt down a person that just runs away from you. The there's like time. you know,
0: Left for Dead. You could play as the special zombies that evolve game, where like one person. Plays no, the giant that monster. doesn't count. No, like so. I'm talking.
1: Like <laughs> let's get PT up in here. It'll well, be except, Resident
0: Evil 3, but you play as Nemesis. Yes. And you're trying. Yeah. That'd be sick. Yeah kind of they remade that game and didn't put that in what there. They, yeah, what they sh- yeah. <laughs> that
1: would have really uh because like Re- Roderick who works here when I was talking about Resident Evil 3 like cuz he fucking loved the 2 remake. He's a yeah. big Resident Evil fan and I was like how's 3? He's like it's okay.
0: Yeah, sorry.
1: But I'm like that's all you have to say? He's like yeah. I'm like what that's was good. I'm like what was in it? He's like everything you expect.
0: Yeah. He's happy. Okay. Yeah. That's I'm Capcom like- fan at this point I think. He's just like they they did the thing. Yeah, the but your
1: suggestion of playing as Nemesis and you it doesn't have to be like a 20 hour thing
0: maybe it's just a few I, levels I mean how many Resident Evil games are there and we don't play as Wesker just neoing around Oh
1: hey one game Resident the arcade shooter Oh, okay. Yeah, where enough. you yeah. get to play as Wesker, and he's like, "Oh, there's power!" And then you you do a bunch <laughs> oh, of first person uh, flips and shit. Uh, it's so bad. There's also
0: six where you play as his son or whatever, and he's got like Devil May Cry shit going on. But he's, doesn't like, count. Doesn't ninja count. kicking people into the sky and stuff. Yeah, I guess uh,
1: kind of. You can play as Virgil in the special edition of DMC three. Uh, yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, he's, he's kind of like... But Memphis, even so. then, like, yeah, you know what I mean. He's misunderstood, man. He's the Riozo of that game. Uh, <laughs> Virgil? <laughs> Virgil. <laughs> he's, not mis- he's not misunderstood at all. He tells you everything you need to know about him, which is, like, I don't like Dante anymore because I think he killed my mom. Also, I need more power. That's it. That's it. Yeah. That's his character. I want to be that guy. He wants uh, more power.
0: Yeah, so Carrion. Uh, check that out. Kind of neat. Kinda yeah, neat. Del May Cry 5. Check uh, it out. <laughs> I just like the idea that the, like, there there's little... Uh, So, like, you've played a Metroidvania before. You know that there's, like, ladders and different levels to this shit. And, like, oh, there's a platform up there. And usually you're like, oh, I can't reach there yet. I can't double jump. I need an item or an ability. Yeah, but in this game you're like, no, I'm a monster that kind of floats around menacingly and can go anywhere. Uh, And, you know, it's kind of gross uh, because you're taking over this base and, like, kind of putting your goop and everything. Uh, So, you know, yeah, goop. Uh, So this got announced last week before we recorded, but I don't think we even mentioned it, that uh, Shin Megami Tensei V was announced uh, for 2021. Shin Megami Tensei. Shin Megad. Uh, (laughs) It was announced in a teaser in 2017, uh, so now we are finally getting a peek at it. Uh, Have have you played the Shin Megami games that aren't Persona? Yes. uh, Well, yes and no. Like, I love
1: Persona for many reasons, and I prefer over the, the actual Shin Megami Tensei series because it is more catered to me which is more of an anime visual novel style and I just like
0: that kind of shit that doesn't I mean like that's this but no, you're talking about more like a modern age not it, fantasy it's
1: not that it's the fact that it's fantasy it's that it's not all battles you have life simulation aspects you build social stats you go sure. do mini games and stuff like that the Shimigami Tensei games I have played, like Nocturne and Digital Devil Saga, are very classic RPGs where it's just you're going from point A to point B. Some cutscenes thrown there, but you're battling a lot for the most of the time.
0: Battling and talking to demons.
1: Yes, and <laughs> especially became, because uh, original Shimigami Tensei games, non Persona ones, are typically very difficult. Um, it's hard to get super into them because, it, like, after a certain point. Like, you're just so um, exhausted from trying to exploit enemy weaknesses. That's why Persona lends itself so good in such a... In such, even though it's such a long game, it's very well-paced. Because it's constantly breaking up these moments. Especially in Persona 5 with the revamp of their battle system.
0: So, uh, Shimagami Tensei 3 Nocturne will also get an HD remaster. Yeah,
1: which is pretty exciting. Like I said, these games are very grindy and very long. I hope they do some sort of Zodiac job, like what they did with FF12. They had some speed burst options, maybe. Just something to... Increase the pace. Nocturne is going to be very exciting. It's probably the most difficult JRPG of all time, in my opinion. Um digital Devil sagas is up there but i think nocturne is going to surprise a lot of people who are like oh i played persona i'm going to go into it and just kick ass and then
0: yeah.
1: you'll discover that i no, think that
0: happened to a lot of people with shimmy tensei did say that four yes just uh, like three ds yeah that game's fucking tough yeah you yeah. have to do a
1: lot of grinding in that game it's an old school jrpg it's like even older school than final fantasies like you can get away with not grinding that much in final fantasy six kind of but not in these games. No, you have to put in the fucking work. And if you don't, you're going to get shit on.
0: And I wonder if they're going to include A lot of getting shit on in to today's episode. You know, lots of games we're shit on. was supposed to be a casual show. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about this massive Nintendo leak. Oh. Uh, yeah. Things I don't care Nintendo's about. Nintendo's leaking. <laughs> uh, so, uh, long story short here, someone stole a bunch of information from Nintendo. Oh. Uh, and then it gets passed to another person and passed to another person who posts it on the internet who p- passes it to another person and posts it on the internet and now the idea of it being stolen is kind of No lost. longer a thing. It's yeah. no longer a thing. It's, it's, oh, oh sorry. Thanks. Yeah, thanks. Just kick, just kick the whole show no, down it's, with it's it. the, it's, uh, it's the 2003 Punisher
1: movie, okay? Oh, okay. Okay? <laughs> Thomas, Go on. Thomas Jane, is Frank, Thomas Castle Jane goes, Frank Castle goes, goes into the bad guy's fucking building, takes all his money and then shoots it out the window. So all the peasants on the street can pick it up. Guess what? He has not stole your money. Everybody else has your money now. Is it even stolen anymore?
0: No. Yeah. It was uh, just raining money. I didn't think of it that way. <laughs> uh, so what happened here uh, basically is tons of stuff. Uh, like prototype stuff for The Legend of Zelda, Mario games. It's not like uh, Breath of the Wild too, though. No, 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 this is old. This is old stuff. This is all, like, someone's old cached hard drive or something. This oh, is, like, this N64 is, this is era. Stuff like, this
1: is stuff that could have happened but didn't.
0: Yeah, this is just, like, for example, like, prototype Yoshis that look all fucked up. Like, before they knew what Yoshi was going to look like, like, maybe he'll look like this. And it's just awful. Uh, and then, like, uh, Pokemon sprites. Constantly, there's, like, these kind of leaks where it's just, like, oh, look at this uh, beta sprite for uh, Ar- Arceus or whatever, the-, the god Pokemon. Originally, he was going to be, like, a weird amorphous blob guy. Uh, which I enjoy more, uh, instead of the generic, it's a god dog. It's a thing. It's a thing. Uh, I like the idea more of, like, the, the, the god of Pokemon is like a, a, a marshmallow man. Like It's like a better ditto. <laughs> it's like a better ditto. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so... It's, it's thick and vibrating. What's, I, I always like seeing the, the beta Pokemon sprite stuff, because like some of it's very different. It's like, what? So at some point here, they're like, this is what this Pokemon will look like, Mm. And they took a left turn, and it looks. And here's the real life Spiro. Uh, That stuff's always interesting to me. A very interesting thing here was, of course, people maintain that Luigi, Mario's brother, by the way, uh, is in Mario 64 for the 64. He is not. Uh, but there is a, a grave you find in the game that has like an inscription or a statue or something like that that says like L is real twenty four one and people are like Luigi's in the game that proves it uh, just like that picture of the Sasquatch in San Andreas people are like Sasquatch is in the game this proves it no the, uh,
1: the more mythical one the more the only one I really know about is Mew is under the bus but Mew's under the truck you use yeah. cut
0: on the tire and then you move you strengthen the truck and you move it and then Mew fights you uh, turns out it's actually just Go to that... Catch an Abra... Then go to Nugget Bridge... And before you fight that guy... Use Teleport... To go to Lavender Town... And then exit through the West Exit... And you will fight Mew... <laughs> That's real... That's in the game... That's hard-coded in the game... As a way to get Mew... Without debugging... Or using a cheat code... And it's, it totally works... Uh, and, it, and it's in the eShop ones... The 3DS download versions... That co- That is still in there... Just like Missing No... Anyway... Uh, these are things we know. Things we don't know is that uh, in this leak there are actual assets for Luigi, that at some point he was planned to be in that game in some capacity. So people now have this actual 3D model of Luigi from that game. And the creepy part is that L is real 2401. We discovered this this past weekend 24 years and one month since the release of Super Mario 64. It sends a chill up your spine, Reed. Anyway. Uh, so now people can mod Luigi into this game, but let's go back to how we started talking about this. It's stolen. So if you <laughs> mod Luigi into this game using stolen Nintendo assets, you should expect a knock from Nintendo's oh, lawyers, especially Nintendo. Who, uh, like, yes, if
1: you put up a video even hinting at Pokemon stuff, they're like.
0: Well, well, here's the deal. Uh, if they aren't litigious with everyone, then who gets a pass? Who's allowed to do something and who isn't? Uh, and that's always been the deal with Disney as well people are just like it's just for fun someone made an MMO Pokemon game based on the Game Boy Advance games why are you going to shut down Nintendo why are you like this and it's like because if they don't it sets a precedent where they can never right and that's maybe more talking about the judicial system than anything and how that shit works but uh, this leak is 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 huge uh, there's unreleased NES games talked about in here including a hockey RPG that never came out which sounds fucking cool but uh, <laughs> Lots of cool stuff, including people's uh, notes they put in the code. So, like, if you're a coder, you might write yourself a note to remind yourself of something or to fix something. And that stuff's just in there. So, people are messaging these people who st- are still around on Twitter being like, Hey, man, there's a note you wrote in here for, like, Mario 64. He's like, that's fucked up. It's like someone stole my diary because, it's like, it's his note to himself about the game yeah. that was never supposed to be seen by anyone. Uh, so, legally confusing, uh, territory, but uh, very neat. All the information that came out of this is, is fucking fascinating, and there's a reason they don't show it to us, because let me tell you, those those Yoshis are terrifying. Uh, those Beta Yoshis, I don't even want to talk about it. Anyway. Sounds like you're calling him like Yoshi like a soy boy. <laughs> you, beta, you Beta Beta, beta, beta Yoshi. <laughs> uh, listen, if you saw the picture, you'd be like, he does look like a Beta Yoshi compared to a regular Yoshi. Uh, Animal Crossing New Horizons getting a new update read. Oh, yeah. We're adding Dreaming and Fireworks, so get ready. Uh, and that's out tomorrow. That update's coming out. So. Good for all the Animal Crossing players, I'm sure. Stealth drop. Cuphead uh, is now on the PS4. The uh, I always liked, speaking of beta cucks, uh, Xbox tweeting at Sony being like, because it was an Xbox exclusive originally, right? Hey, Sony fans, enjoy Cuphead. It's just like, you motherfuckers, that's one less exclusive you have now that Sony took from you, you fucking idiot. Yeah. Uh, so I know I know. Hey, we, to, have, we have the new Halo. It's meant to be like, we're all in this to get games, right guys? And it just like comes off as, yeah, games, except this is uh, you desperately need something as a console exclusive right now, and here goes another but one. What, out what the about door. Halo? Uh, and, well, what about Halo? We're and, about to get to Halo. And gears. Uh, <laughs> yeah, fuck Halo. Yeah, fuck the Halo, you know? Uh, Red Dead Redemption Online. Uh, people were dressing as clowns in-game to protest the fact that the game hadn't gotten an update in seven months. Uh, so Rockstar's like, okay, you'll get something. Uh, so they're adding the naturalist role to the game. Legendary animals, wardrobe changes, and a new outlaw pass. Uh, compared to GTA V, which has, like, an endless amount of content to just, like, fuck around with on the online mode. Once you figure out how it works, mind you. Speaking of Divinity Original Sin. Uh red dead redemption 2 has very little to do right Uh, no
1: um because gta you can golf you can go play tennis you can go drive cars you can go do bank heists you can do do regular missions you can just go with your friend and buy apartments yeah buy a wheat farm yeah buy a car and customize it for hours uh red dead 2 is like uh do some missions do some more missions the flip side of that
0: is also if you're playing red dead online you probably played the red dead single player and you're like oh now it's like but worse. The same, but with nothing. <laughs> yeah. Now it's the same with less shit to do. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. Red Dead Online 2, in my opinion. Like, what? M- like, Maggie, no, the first game my, my girlfriend always wants, like, is always like, we should play Red Dead 2 Online again. Like, it's fine. We can fuck with people. I'm like, I get bored every time we play it 20 minutes in, because we kill one group of enemies, and they just keep coming back and killing us, and then I don't want to do missions, because missions are fucking boring in this game, and then that's that.
0: Who? We've talked about this on the show before. We must have. Who in a boardroom meeting of game developers we're like, what is a community aspect that people would like? What is something that we should try to work into every other quest online that you do? And then someone stood up and was like, oh, other players should be able to attack you and completely negate your time doing that quest. Perfect idea. GTA 5 has the same fucking thing where it's just like, now you're vulnerable to other players. Other players can come just fuck your shit up. It's like, okay, so what do players do? You have to be in public servers ...to be able to do certain quests in GTA Online. If you go to a solo session or you're playing with just your buddies... ...a lot of that game is actually actually like cut off from you. You can't do it. It tells you you need to be a public thing. There's a thing you can do with your port settings on your PlayStation... ...and my buddy has to do this every time we play GTA 5 Online... ...including this Friday probably... Uh, ...is go change that port setting so it loads you in a public room... ...but you are by yourself. And then you go back and change the port settings back to normal. So you're, you're tricking the game into thinking you're playing in public... ...but you're not. So you can do those quests without worrying about people... That, that's not fun. Okay. That's
1: that's just Rockstar's fucking backwards ass super dated design. Which is a great transition to our next spotlight.
0: <laughs> I, I, right. But like the the idea that that game... There's four things for sale on GTA... GTA 5 Online is one of the highest grossing products ever released in video games. Oh yeah. It makes but, stupid money. But what are they selling? They're selling four things and they're just shark cards. They're just in-game currency. So any game that just sells in-game currency and then goes out of its way to prevent you from gaining in-game currency the the regular way, which is time in, I think is f- fucking ridiculous. Right. No,
1: like, if I go to... G- and I've done this with friends before. I could go into GTA Online and they're like, man, we want some really nice cars. We need, like tens of millions
0: with a flying car
1: yeah like okay okay, let's start doing some heists start doing some missions you'll do a heist for a good half an hour it comes off perfectly you get 500 grand congrats do that like 20 more fucking times (laughs) or or spend 10 dollars in the store and just get 30 zillion dollars for free
0: the game also seems like you're trying to get one over on the game constantly so me and my buddy were both like oh there's a there's an attack helicopter for sale that has homing missiles He's like, I got it. We need to grind f- for you to get money so you can also get it. So, when we do these missions where it's like show up at this base, blast these fools, and then collect a suitcase, now we're showing up and do fucking attack hol- helicopters, just raining hell on yeah. these fuckers in downtown LA. And you're just like, man. But then that's all you—that's all you do. It'll be three hours, and all we're doing is going in circles with these helicopters, murder, which is fun. No, but to, you, that gets boring after twenty uh, minutes. Well, because of why you're doing it—to yeah. grind, to get to the next thing, to grind some more. Yeah. Uh, and in that—in that regard, congratulations—you've made it more of an MMO than Destiny Two ever was. But uh, Ubisoft says it won't be raising next-gen game prices just yet, so expect it to stay at its current seventy-nine ninety-nine in Canada. Uh, it's nice to know that while their CEOs. Have been letting rampant sexual harassment uh, go go uh, free reign in their company for for decades. They at least are looking out for the gamer. Rampant
1: sexual harassment. You've not been following this
0: Ubisoft thing. Well, I
1: just heard like there was harassment, and some sexual harassment, but you're saying it's rampant. Like was like was there? Something... I consider
0: anything unchecked where the people accused uh, get raises within a company to be right. But uh, are we a talking... systematic issue within the company?
1: Right, but like are we like? Like obviously all of it's bad. I'm not saying it's not, but yeah. like, is 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 there like CEOs going around half naked telling girls to fucking no? That's to... right, games. <laughs> no, but <laughs> like, no, seriously, fun. like, are, are are these people at Ubisoft like doing like, like are they doing really bad shit there? No.
0: Like, so, like, what you're saying is there's no acceptable level of this, but but where is it on the, where is it on the, like, are these guys, like, are these guys, like, are these guys, like, are (laughs) these
1: guys, like, college frat boys kind of rapey or are they just fucking
0: being fucking complete losers? I'll call them casual misogynists. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not outright uh, raping subordinates, uh, if that's what you're getting at. Yes. Yeah. Um,
1: I didn't want to say no, right? like, are these dudes fucking, like, forcing themselves onto people?
0: I, not from what I've read, uh, but, like, man. Like, where's the... Again, we're saying, what's the acceptable level? Yeah, no, of, no, no. Of there is grass, no right? acceptable level uh, or
1: anything like that, but if this has been going on for decades, like you said, and if it was that level of bad, then that's that's some shit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But, I, I mean, Harvey Weinstein. That's, yeah, that's fair. 30 years fair of, enough. of this. But Ubisoft, right? Ubisoft isn't the movie... Ubisoft is also a company owned entirely by brothers, so it's just like if I'm your brother and you come to, and someone comes to me and they're just like, "Hey man, this guy's been doing this and this and that," and I'm just like, "See how that shakes out." And then my solution is to move you to a different department where you get a pay raise. It's an issue. Oh fuck. Uh, but thanks Ubisoft for not raising those prices. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking. Uh, Suikoden. 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 Tsukudin? Sukoden? Tsukudin? Uh Creators, they have announced a Kickstarter for a spiritual successor called Illuden Chronicle. Uh, they're ex-Konami developers, and uh, they've already raised uh, over a million dollars towards this project. Have you ever played those uh, games? We talk a lot about PS1 RPGs.
1: Uh, I I dabbled in one of the Tsukudins for PS1, I think. But I
0: did not get very far in it, if at all. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, The second game in that series was one of the more expensive PS1 games for a long time there. Uh, For whatever reason. Rarity, I guess. So, we only have so much time left to run down the Xbox Games Showcase, their E3-level presentation to rival that of Sony's, to show us what's coming up for Microsoft right off the bat confusing messaging on what is playable on the xbox series x what will be playable on the xbox one they say everything's included in game pass there's a thing that pops up on the screen during one of the trailers to say that the campaign for this game won't be on game pass only the multiplayer what the fuck is going on Uh, but they start the thing with halo and i've made my thoughts on the current state of halo and all of microsoft's first party ip's very clear that when sony was like ratchet and clank goes away jack goes away things end. IPs end. Spider-Man, and these, Horizon,
1: yeah. Ghost of Tsushima. Things that there. didn't
0: exist in the PS3. Right? Yeah, they're like, get in here. New IPs, fresh IPs. We need, right.
1: we need to make a sustainable Shit. market.
0: Shit, you get The Order 1886 instead of a Killzone game. You know what yeah, I'm talking but about? Like,
1: but then they didn't... Force a second order, 1886, when the no. first one wasn't that great. But they are going to make a second Horizon because that game was fun.
0: Right. After. Meanwhile, Xbox comes into Xbox One, and they're like, "Well, clearly we're going to do Halo. Clearly and we're going to do Gears. 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 Clearly we're going to do Forza." And they just started knocking them down at diminishing returns while they had their messaging for their console at launch on the Xbox right. One be a fucking tattered so mess. Compare the amount
1: Rampant. Of, compare the <laughs> amount of excitement for a Halo now. Yeah. And then compare to when like Halo Four was announced. Like before, three four three did what they did. Yeah, but like before, people played yeah, Halo because, 4, Yeah, because people were like, "Holy fuck, a new Halo!" Now new it's, Halo trilogy. Yeah, and now people are like, "Oh, cool, a new Halo!"
0: Like it's completely different. Uh, so they show this game. Uh, it looks like a Halo game, graphically, not imp- so like if we're we're talking about a Halo game for Halo's terms, you're they show you the HUD. It's a Halo game. Yeah, it should look like the best game you've ever seen in your life. Granted, how long this game has been in development and what it's showing you, which is fucking Halo shit, the same shit you've always seen. Star Wars, ATSDs. Uh, yeah. S- some of the graphics, a lot of people are feeling not up to snuff. The, the developer's like, we hear you. We- it's not falling on deaf ears. We know our game should look better. Uh, there's a grappling hook and there's not much else to say. And now I'm hearing rumors that this game might not even ship with multiplayer in it. Well, then it doesn't fucking ship.
1: What do you. What? What? N- uh, that's that's the whole thing that Halo built its re- fucking reputation Well, out. this is what
0: happens when games become a service to the point of being released before they're done. Is that if we need Halo Infinite out by this holiday, then by God right. it'll be out. Call of
1: Duty would never fucking do that, though. Like, I, I, give it time. Say, no, say <laughs> so... what you want about Call of Duty. They know 98% of people buying that fucking game aren't doing it for the campaign. Yeah, a, but... There is an argument for Halo that people would play that game for the single player. There is a small argument for it. But Halo built its fucking reputation on multiplayer Shipping that out without multiplayer Especially to 90% of the video game audience That doesn't, like, look up fucking patch notes on the internet Or developers' Twitter accounts, right? Like, they look at it... Hopefully g- it's wrong. Yeah, just they, something I heard. Yeah, 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 they look at a game and they buy it as it is. You know um, the mean? other
0: thing is, of course, that this game, as far as we know, is coming out on the Xbox One. And then if you get an Xbox Series X down the line, it will just do the smart upgrade for you. They also announced a new Fable, which I'm hearing is a fucking MMO. And let's talk about Fable <laughs> for a second. Fuck off with Fable. It, the people the, losing their minds. Are, like, I can't... It's not, it, like it's not a, that fucking good. Is it a fanboy thing at this point for Xbox? Or is it a? I played Fable when I was ten on the original Xbox. But even
1: then, like I played Fable when I was in my teens, like like you know down the down the line when on the Xbox three hundred and sixty. But everybody kept saying, "Oh, Fable is this great game, it's this great RPG," and I was like, "This is like significantly worse than any Elder (laughs) Scrolls." Like it's all they
0: had, man. Like it's all they had in two thousand two. Oh,
1: your decisions matter. It's like no, you like there is no fucking gray in Fable. It's either you fucking murder thousands of people and you grow horns including your own wife yeah or you're like fucking saint of uh, everything that is good and holy I don't know I think Fable is fucking alright combat shit like whatever what's there left to say about Fable there's a reason why the series disappeared in the first place it's because better fucking fantasy series has showed up and they're better video games
0: fair State of Decay 3 zombies pass yeah zombies zombies <laughs> <laughs> Last of Us Part Our, 6. I played a good 10 hours of State of Decay 2 and it's fine uh, cuz it does offer a sim where you're actually playing as all the different survivors you find. So it's just like this guy's in the fold and he sucks. So I'll play as him because my skill as a player will outdo the fact that this guy can't run or shoot or anything like that. And then I'll take this guy with me who's just naturally There there's there's something to be said for Wait, the State of Decay. Let's make series.
1: a let's make a mega game where the characters of State of Decay meet the characters of Days Gone who meet Abby and Ellie and yeah, shit. It's all been the same
0: world the whole
1: yeah. time. Uh, for- it's Forza... All, wait, it's all the same game? Always has been. Always has been.
0: <laughs> uh, Forza Motorsport, which is just being called Forza Motorsport because that won't get confusing at all. Everwild, which is... Uh, is that Rare's new game? Yes. Uh, Tell Me Why, And you Don't Nod game. Ori and the Will of the Wisps will be remastered for the Xbox Series X or you can just go play it on PC. Sure. Uh, the Outer Worlds is getting DLC, which is a bit of a surprise. Obsidian had a lot to announce here, uh, so there'll be an expansion to Outer Worlds called Peril on Gorgon, on September 9th, 2020, and there's another thing. All right, add well. in
1: like 60 new armor and fucking weapons, please.
0: That you can't see because there's no third person view. Uh, <laughs> Grounded uh, is a survival game. That is the one that looks like Honey Isher with the Kids. That is on early access. You can play it on Game Pass right now. I've been, I haven't installed, but I'm meaning to play it. Uh, also, an obsidian game. And they, of course, announced Avowed, uh, which is going to be set in the Pillars of Eternity universe, which looks to be a first person RP, fantasy RPG, not unlike in Elder Scrolls. Uh, so they showed a teaser for that. That's also Obsidian. Uh,
1: after Outer Worlds, I'm very skeptical.
0: Showed more Destiny 2 Beyond Light. Uh, showed Psychonauts 2, which has Jack Black singing a song in it. Sure. Stalker 2 came out of fucking nowhere. Uh, so look forward to that. Uh, I don't know if you've ever played Stalker. No. Uh, imagine if Fallout was set more in a... Uh, okay, so you know how like, modern, Call of Duty Modern Warfare? How that's set in like two years from now. Uh, Stalker's more like, hey, what if the Chernobyl thing... It went like full science fiction on us and it became like this uh, exclusion zone where science fiction-y shit happens and parallel worlds and monsters mm-hmm. can happen. Uh, but it's more of a human struggle and it's more of a uh, near future whereas Fallout is, of course, has the nuclear family thing and all that of is here. here. Uh, the Gunk, uh, which looks to be a 3D version of maybe a SteamWorld game from the SteamWorld guys. <laughs> Medium, uh, which is a game that has like two worlds you play at the same time and you can switch between them. So there's like... The this world and the that world. I can't traverse in this world. I'm going to seamlessly Paper switch to... Paper Mario them. Origami uh, King. Or or, or it's uh, like... Another uh, Origami King, the fucking Paper that, Mario. That new Ratchet and Clank they showed, where it's like, look how you can go between worlds so quickly because of the power of the PS5. Uh, Phantasy Star Online 2 is getting a re-release, or like a new release, called New Genesis, which is the fucking craziest thing ever. <laughs> Crossfire X, which looks to be sort of a has a sci-fi bent, I believe, in the campaign mode, which is written by Remedy, who we uh, put over a lot here. Alan Wake, Max Payne, uh, Control, etc. Oh, very Uh, nice. But then the multiplayer is done by someone completely different, and it's more of a... um, What's the word I'm looking for? What's the damn Uh, uh, Korean... Counter-Strike. Okay. like, what's that Korean game? And that's kind of all there is to say. So, like, a showing of a lot of games, lots of things where you're just sitting there being like, I'd like to play this, and if it's going to be on Game Pass, like, if Stalker 2 is on Game Pass, well, cool. Game Pass has paid for itself for three months. But the, the value beyond that, the value in terms of console exclusives, what's going to be on PC, what's also coming to Xbox One is very muddied right now. And uh, PS4 looking, PS5 is looking strong. PS5 doesn't have any games either right now. It's kind of an even playing field, I'll be honest with no, you. No, I, so. think,
1: I think the Spider-Man expansion and the... S- s- uh, if, if, you, if you're sold
0: on a PS5 based on the fact that it's going to be able to play your PS4 games even better, then fine. But No, but and then there's uh, a new
1: Horizon game coming out and stuff like that. Like,
0: sure, sure. Stuff down the road. But if you're saying, do I need to buy one this holiday, oh, nothing no. has... has
1: But who, like, very few beyond the hardcore of hardcore buying. Right, like me.
0: Yeah. Like, I'm the asshole who will be buying. (laughs) uh, Especially because you realize four years later you're going to be playing some kind of enhanced version, right? Uh, So we got to wrap it up. Uh, This weekend, look forward to the New Vegas collected works no New Vegas
1: complete episode <laughs> the complete episode very much akin to our near Automata in fact exactly episode. the same yeah I uh, recommend checking that out it's very well done
0: Salt is a Slam will also be coming up if you want to interact with the show at Iceberg on Twitter leotitsEisberg.com is my email address you can comment uh, questions and, and topics and of course as we promised next week we're going to start our next feature game we're going to do a long form discussion on something maybe we have more mixed feelings on than praise and that's going to be Definitely. Rockstars Red Dead Redemption 2
1: Ooh. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be very interesting to talk about. It's a game we both definitely have strong negative feelings regarding. Um, yes. <laughs> and whereas lots of people regard it as a masterpiece, we definitely uh, think the opposite in lots of ways. Yeah. And I'm excited to basically get into Rockstar and their whole deal.
0: Yeah, so we're going to talk about Rockstar. We're going to talk about that game, uh, kind of soup the nuts, beginning to end. Uh, you'll, you'll probably tell, based on the discussion, at what point we both got kind of fed up. With the pacing of that game. And I'm not just talking about the story. I'm talking about everything you Get onto do. a fucking horse. Uh, get onto a horse like, it's, like you're doing it in real life. Open a drawer. Open every drawer. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, thanks for signing up. We'll talk to you again next week.